0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Riley's Nuzlocke Diaries. Why am your host,
1: Riley? We're here for episode two of the Nuzlocke Diaries. I'm here. I did it. I'm doing it, like, super in advance, too. um, Because I went and I did the second badge of our white Nuzlocke. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I did that. (laughs)
0: Tell you all about what happened, what kind of encounters I got, all that shit. Now,
1: I had done like the whole thing in one day last time, so I remembered everything that happened pretty well. This time I might not be as detailed because I did it all in two days and the first day
0: is completely gone in my brain. So, we started this week. With the three, the three boys, we had pork chop, Tepic, Peach, the Lula
1: and broccoli, the Pan Sage, and we had to move on from Striden
0: City on our way to what the fuck is the name of the Lenora City? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. The the name of the city is irrelevant. So before we left Striden City, we had
1: to do a team team plasma event. I'm pretty sure that was our first like real. Fight against Team Plasma. We had met them before. This is the first time we saw them doing
0: egregious evil things and had to beat the shit out of them as a result. So they were in the Dream Yard, which I had to get cut from Fennel to
1: actually access the Dream Yard where the grass is, which is where we would have went for a Muna if <laughs> Brownie the Patrat didn't die and we had to get the Pantsage. But speaking of Muna, Team Plasma are kicking literally fucking kicking a Muna, trying to get it to spit Dream Mist. These are like this is the PETA of the Pokemon world. This is like we're animal rights activists and they're just kicking the shit out of this Muna. Well to be fair, I'm pretty sure PETA literally euthanizes dogs from what
0: I've heard, so I guess the parallel makes sense. So they kick the shit out of Team Plasma. Um, Muna used Musharna, I think it was
1: Musharna, used his Dream this to make the Team Plasma guys have, like, a really bad dream about there being four Getsuses. Getsus being the leader guy. I don't think I mentioned his name last time.
0: So, yeah, they run away. Uh, the little Bianca, the little Bianca. I'm thinking of two
1: separate situations that I started to say in one. So, Bianca... Stays in the route, because Bianca was the one who turned us on to this happening, and then she stays on the route to go catch a Muna. And we talked to Fennel, who says, hey, we got this Dream Mist, now I can do Dream World. Do you have time for me to explain Dream World? And I said no, and Fennel's like, sorry, I'm going to explain it anyway. Fuck your time. So she explained Dream World, which is a mechanic we really can't interact with since... One, I'm playing on an emulator. Two, even if I wasn't, the uh, Nintendo WFC
0: is down and, and Global Link is a different thing now. So, we did all that shit and we headed out to the next route, which was Route Three, where we were
1: set to catch a Pokemon, but then, hey, look, it's Sharon. I totally forgot about the
0: Sharon fight. But it was okay, because Sharon was a pushover and I. Kicked his ass. <laughs> pretty sure Broccoli did most of the work in that fight. I think I was leading with uh, Tepeg, but he went out lead- led with Oshawa, and I'm like, well, fuck.
1: Uh, this isn't a good lead, I'm gonna switch. And then Pan Sage dealt with everything pretty handily. I think Peach might have came out at some point, whatever. So all that happens, we deal with Sharon... Um, Bianca and a little girl come running, and they're like, "Oh no! The, the the Team Plasma stole the little girl's Pokemon." So me and Sharon, of course, being the heroic chivalrous men we are, decide to head to the cave and fight off Team Plasma and get this little girl's Pokemon back. And before that, I get my Route Three encounter, which was a Pit of, which I was really hoping for a Blitzel, because I'm really I've never really used a Sub Striker before, and I really want to, but I. Many times stated my love for pit of, so I'm not upset about a pit of. So I caught this pit of ha- pretty handily and I named it Bagel because I seemed to have vague memories of seeing a pigeon steal a bagel and thinking it was pretty funny. So this pit of is Bagel. So with our new pit of in hand, we Actually, we dealt with all the trainers in the daycare once we caught the Padove as like a means to level Padov, and it worked out pretty well. I obviously had to switch him out a couple times because he's a little underleveled, but eventually he was almost to the same level as the rest of the team, just with those daycare trainers. And then we go into the cave, where we did get an opportunity to get our encounter before we fought fought with the Team Plasma guys, and we did, and we caught and we found Roggenrola, which was exactly what I needed. I was like, okay, this is the way I survived retaliate, because the big threat this week is Lenora's Watchhog, her ace, has retaliate, which is a move that is like doubled in power and it's like, when it's stab, it's like fucking 200 base power when an opponent goes, when a teammate goes down in the previous turn and obviously, if she leaves with her herd you kill that, and then the Watchhog comes out and retaliates. So the best way to survive that is to have a and Rolla, and I've luckily found one. But we'll we'll get to why that didn't really factor in later. But I caught the d and roller, named it Dig Dong after the hostie's snack cake.
0: And we fought Team Plasma actually with the Ding Dong, and Ding Dong kicked ass, even though I literally just caught him. Which is really good. Uh the Ding Dong was fine in the double battle as well. Everything was fine and dandy. So we headed We
1: headed out, and we got to the city. After fighting some trainers, we got to the city. Ding Dong and Piduv were pretty much caught up with the rest of the team at that point, and we were doing good. And we got to the city, which I'm going to Google what city this fucking shit is in. I guess I'm going
0: to Bing it now, because I have my Bing default browser now. Lenora... Pokemon. What city are you in, Lenora? Tell me.
1: Tell me, please. I does have to know. Nacrine. Nacrine City Gym. Okay, so we headed to Nacrine City where Sharon gives us some Chesto Berries, and then we went to the left over to the exterior of Pinwheel Forest where we can get one more encounter and we can shrink. So I got my one more encounter, which was, and you, there's also a nurse there you can fight that lets you heal after you beat her and she just becomes a poor just becomes like a pokemon center forever and that was really convenient for training there and by the way just for note for next week i am using the the one of the standard like nuzlocke clauses that makes it so if you're in technically the same area but there's like interior and exterior that have different encounters those can count as different so like pinwheel forest being the main example Outside of Pinwheel Forest, it's just this fucking route where you can catch, like, timbers and um, timples. And then inside is where you can catch, like, venipedes and swaddles and stuff at the different tables. So I'm allowed to get an
0: encounter inside of Pinwheel Forest next cycle when we can go in there. But anyway, as for right now,
1: in the exterior of Pinwheel Forest, I caught myself a timber who I named Hot Dog. And he joined the team. He was an extra fighting type to help me deal with the normal gym. So that was really good. So we had our six boys. And I decided, we're going to grind everybody to level 17 and go deal with all the gym trainers. And with N, who is outside of the gym, ready to fight you when you try to first walk in. And then I was auto of no training, which in this game is a very convenient way of grinding, where... Um, if you run around enough, a, a piece of grass will shake, and it will almost always be an Odino. And Odinos give a stupid amount of experience. So that was my training way. I ran around, I had some shaky grass happen, blah, blah, blah. But when I was almost done training Ding Dong the rag and Roller, it was to the point where a Odino would level him too high. So I went into the grass looking for something else that he could kill. And then I ran into a Timpole, which obviously he could not kill. <laughs> so I tried to run away. It didn't work. He used round. It, it did barely any damage. I figured that since the rock and roll was like four levels higher, he could even probably take a bubble beam. So trying to run away one more time was a fine
0: option. I was wrong. I tried to run away. I couldn't get away. The Timpole used bubble beam and
1: fucking killed Ding Dong. So... Ding Dong the and roller on the same cycle that he was caught is gone. Not a huge loss for the grand scheme of the run, because I didn't set my ROM to do impossible EVOs, and I kind of don't, like, want to. I don't want to go through that. So, like, Pokemon that have evolved by trade are going to be low priority on, like, my actual final pro- party. Like, if he's, if there's, like, a Pokemon that's like my only good option who trade Evo's, then I'll go and do- deal with all that shit. But if not, I'm going to avoid it.
0: So Ding Dong wouldn't have stayed around that long, but he was big value for this gym. Big, big value. In fact,
1: losing Ding Dong made me think that I was going to lose
0: something to the gym Because Retaliate is ridiculously powerful. Ridiculously simple. But uh, that wasn't
1: on my mind just yet because I leveled everything up to 17. And I went to the gym. I fought N. N made me even more nervous for the gym because even though I outleveled him by like four levels, he still gave me a problem. Guys, Timpoles are fucking strong. I don't know why Timpoles are so fucking strong, but Timpoles are real strong, y'all. Those bubble beams—you can't sleep on those bubble beams. I'm telling you. It's fucking nuclear, I'm telling you. Or is it nuclear? How do you pronounce that fucking word? I don't care. So, I fight off N, who has, like, a Pedov, a Timpole, and a Timber. And he gets a couple of my Pokemon down decently low, but I deal with him with no actual, like, super trouble. And I go into the gym. The gym puzzle is, yeah, find the right books. I know what the right books are. i played this game before, so it wasn't that hard. Fought a couple trainers, and then The gym leader opened up to us, which means we were going to go grind to our final levels for the gym. And what I decided, so my party, obviously, just to catch everybody up, is... At this point, I've grinded to level 17, so I forgot to mention that um, Tepig and Lillipup evolved into Pignite and Herdier. So they're big strong. So my party at this point is Pignite, Herdier, Padove, Pan Sage, and Timber. And now I decide how I'm going to level them. And I'm very scared of Lenora, so I'm like, we're going to level as many people as I feel comfortable with to, like, the highest they can be. So the plan for Retaliate became, I had another fighting type to actually do the attacking in Timber if I really needed it. And Pignite had the highest HP and highest defense stat on my team. So it just became, I have to throw Pignite in there and hope he survives. So Pygnite was going to 20. Herdier, I wanted to make sure he didn't overlevel in the process of the fight. So Herdier got to 19, because he was going to be really important in actually damaging and defeating things. Padov went to 20, because I didn't see a Padov being useful even at level 20 near my level 19. Same goes for Sage, but he actually was pretty useful, but we'll get there. And Timber, I leveled up to 19, because obviously he was going to do the heavy lifting, the plan for Timber was he was going to beat the Herdier, which was very scary, because Herdier has takedown, and that's very strong. But we went and did all that. We got Pignite, Pidov and Pan Sage to level 20, and we got Herdier and Timber to level 19, and we went in to Lenora. So, I led with Timber, and I kicked, and I kicked, and he took down he leered and then took down, but it just barely didn't kill me. And I was able to handily deal with the herdier. She didn't post it or anything. The herdier just went down. And that was a big weight off my back. And out came the Watch Up. And the moment of truth was upon me. I had to switch into Pignite, hope he took it. Pignite did take it. And with the Orinberry boost, I figured he could take one more attack. So I went for an arm thrust to try to get some damage, but then he hypnosis and put me to sleep. So it's like I'm not dealing with that bullshit. So I switched to Pan Sage, who Pan Sage just picked up the move Leech Seed. So the plan was to try to get a Leech Seed off on Watchog, and I did. He tried to hit, put me put Pan Sage to sleep too, but he missed, and I got a Leech Seed off. He got Pan Sage to the red, and then I switched him out. At that point, he was already a little bit damaged from me. Leech Seed. And then I switched to Herdier and I took down and Hypnosis but I had a Chesto Berry on Herdier for that particular reason. So Herdier woke up and took down again. And that was the gym. That was it. Watchhog was down. We had won. We
0: got the basic badge. It's over. We did it. That's Badge 2 is in the books. So unfortunately,
1: even though I didn't actually lose anything in the main climactic fight this is turning into a pattern. The main climactic fight goes super well, but I lose something while grinding to something stupid. <laughs> so, we're we're still at a stalemate with badge-to-death ratio here because ding-dong, the rock and rolla brings our death toll to two. Same with our badge toll. So, looking forward to the third badge, I don't foresee any issue. Like, I don't foresee any deaths that cycle unless something stupid happens grind grinding. Because, it's a bug gym. His ace is a Levani, which is bug and grass. I have a fire type in Pignite and a flying type in Padav, who will be a Tranquil by that point. I shouldn't have a problem. But anything can happen in Nuzlocke, so I have to be
0: ready. And also, I'm pretty sure I only get one encounter this coming cycle. And I'm hoping for Sawada. Like, I want to use a Sawaddle so bad because I love leaving it.
1: Like, it's to the point where if I do get a Sawaddle, I'm considering, like, sitting down. I don't want spe- to use the speed... I'm not even going to use the speed-up button because I'm. this is something I'm choosing to do. It's not like it's a requirement. I'm going to try to EV train a Sawaddle. Am I to get it in HP and attack? So it will be, like, a really good, strong Pokemon... We'll have to see how that particular endeavor goes. Now, our final our part, let's go over the semantic stuff. Our final party, everybody's at level 20, the level limit. Our final party for this
0: week was Porkchop the Pig Knight, Peach the Hurtier, Bagel the Padove, Broccoli the Pan Sage. And Hot Dog, the Timber. We had one death this week, which was
1: Ding Dong, the Rog and Rolla, which I'm very sad about, both because of the gym and because I really like Rog and Rolla. I really like that line. So that's sad. But hey, we made it. We're going on to the third badge. We're going good. We're doing it. We're doing the thing where we do the thing. And I believe in my ability to complete this Nuzlocke. Now, just real quick, let me pull up the game so I can tell you my uh, final play time at the end of this week, which, by the way, also did not touch the speed-up button this week, which I'm really surprised
0: about. (laughs) I'm really surprised I had the self-control to not press that speed-up button this week. All right, real quick, get through all this title screen stuff so I can tell you what I got. My final playtime as of the end of this week is three hours and fifty-three minutes of total gameplay time. Okay, so that's episode two
1: of the Nuzlocke Diaries. I'm pretty satisfied with how this week went. Obviously, I wish the death never happened, but you know it's a Nuzlocke. You live and learn. You live, you lose some, you lose some. That's how it goes. But thank you very much for listening. Um, you can real quick, I'll plug my stuff. You can find me on Twitter at RileyTweets, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash riley You can find the main show, Pixels, Polygons, and Fun Wherever Podcasts are found. This is obviously the Pokemon Variety Hour feed. Or you can find this main po- the main podcast on this feed. It's just, you know, we talk me and my friends talk about Pokemon. It's a good time.
0: Um and there's the Pixels Media Bit Shoot, which I don't know if looking up Pixels Media on BitChute will
1: do it. Like, it's very annoying that that's not how it works. Like, the search algorithm for BitChute's kind of fucked. But at the very least, if you look up the podcast, Pixels Polygon's a Fun, and go into the description of the recent episode, there'll be a link there. Um, there is a lot of Pokemon game content on there. So if you want to watch me play Pokemon, or watch Gingy play Pokemon, I guess, you can go there. Because there's me and Gingy playing Pokemon Sword, and there's also a Nuzlocke going on there, which admittedly hasn't been updated in a little while, and probably won't for a while until I get, like, a decent headset. But it's there. Pokemon Crystal Nuzlocke is there. There's also a fully completed Leaf Green Nuzlocke, so you can watch me go all the way through Leaf
0: Green if you've never seen it. But all right, that's going to do it for me. Um, This has been Nuzlocke Diaries Pokemon White, and I hope you all have a lovely day.